I'm gonna kill you. That you're gonna have to speak up. Not today. Not tomorrow. But I'm gonna kill you. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast, where we are now talking about The Walking Dead, finally. This is episode 50, and we're going to be talking about season 7, episode 1, season premiere of The Walking Dead. You're not excited at all, are you, Kim? You're very excited. I'm very sad and very excited. <laughs> You're going to keep it together? Um, well, Stuart played one of the songs that he's going to put in the cast. Mm-hmm. And um, he played it just a few minutes ago, and I started crying. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, good choice. <laughs> so we'll see. No, but uh, I think, yeah, Kim Kim started going through like a whole comparison of the things, events in her life that have mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I was like, well, Glenn's not going to be there to see his baby if the baby is actually surviving. And no, but you're comparing you're comparing this to like when you had triplets. Oh. <laughs> oh my no what i was saying was <laughs> in comparison no it's, it's, Comparing it's just as traumatic yeah it was no, no 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 what i was saying was i am so excited to talk about the walking dead finally that uh, that i'm as excited as i was when i found out i was having triplets or like if i were to find out that i'm winning like a million dollars yeah, and I just—I don't think really? it's that exciting. But yeah, I, 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 it is I, to me. Okay, I—I I, I love it, but um, I'm not going that far. This is like the best, and, week and I'm not of having triplets year. either. Yeah, well, I can tell Damn you it. from experience. Which I think Rory actually came back to that with saying, uh, "You do remember you have two other kids." Mom. <laughs> 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 really. Yeah, she's smart. So, this is episode 50. Yeah. Yeah. So, not only is The Walking Dead back, but huge. We've gone 50. A whole year. And if we have anybody still listening, that's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. I'm very excited. We were supposed to have a special guest on tonight, but he... um, Well, he's taking part in in, uh, Walker Stalker, so... Well, he, yeah, he got a little busy tonight, so he postponed, and he will be on later in the month. Yeah. Later in November. Very good. We'll yes. Look forward to it. So we'll celebrate the big 50 when he comes on, but we're very excited uh-huh. to be here with all of you and to still be podcasting. Yes, just have survived this long. And it's also kind of nice that Stuart's indoors this time. Ah, heck yeah. Yeah, my computer died, so Stuart's... Right here next to uh, me. Yeah, I might be less entertaining because, um, yeah, I'll still have beer in me, but I'm not going to have as much gasoline fumes in me. So. <laughs> mm, <laughs> or heat. That's a good point. Heat yeah. exhaustion. Yeah. Or the crickets. Yeah. Yeah. 
my friends. So, Scott, what you yes, drinking? Ah, uh, I am drinking uh, from Anchor Brewery in uh, San Francisco. It's the Anchor California Lager. Okay. It's very good. Yeah, it's smooth. It's um, a little malty, but uh, I really like it. Okay. I could throw back a couple of these. Okay. Or cool. 12. <laughs> or 12. You always say, if you're going to have one, you might as well have 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can lift that many. <laughs> Oof, How about you, Kimmy? What you drinking? Mm, well, I am drinking the Hannahatchee Creek IPA from <laughs> Omaha Brewing Company. I know that's a mouthful. Yeah. Trip myself up. But it's really good. It is kind of citrusy and just a tad bit bitter, but I like it. It's, I gotta say, it's Omaha, Georgia, though, right? Omaha, Georgia. So, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what Chris said. Our friend Chris Cordero from Growler Time. Growler Time. Right here in Tucker, Growler Georgia. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Omaha, Georgia. I didn't know that existed. Georgia. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what the guy said cool. you know, when we were getting it. He said, um, I didn't even know there was an Omaha, Georgia. Interesting. Yeah. We live on Omaha <laughs> Drive. Exactly. Uh, too much info. Oh yeah. Yeah. TMI. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we won't for long, so it's okay. No, it's good. <laughs> It's really good. You can't stalk us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to stalk us. That was sick, oh, my children, I, on you. I'm moving to Michigan. All right. <laughs> I, I hear there's a lot of real estate in Detroit. <laughs> it's not a problem. You can buy a block. Uh, Sorry, Detroit. So, Stu, are you drinking the same thing? Yes, I am. What do you think of it? It's good. It's, yeah. it's rich. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, hoppy. it's yeah, it's it's hoppy, but yeah, it's it's very good. It's a meal in a glass. It let me sure put it that is. way. It's pretty good. Wow. But, I mean, not like a stout kind of thick, but it's I mean, right. It's, right. It's pretty good. Still cut it with a knife. Oh yeah. Or drink it with a spoon. <laughs> I think by the end of this mm. cast, we'll be definitely crying and laughing and mm-hmm. yeah. You got some big mugs going on there, kids. It's yes. yummy stuff. <laughs> All right. Good. Well, how about the show? How about the show, the premiere, the day will come when you won't be. You know what? You know what I enjoyed was watching um, the replay. I didn't even watch the entire thing, but the the last episode of season six. Yeah. Um, building up, writing because you, you kind of had to see it. Yeah. Right. Without inter- a doubt. You know, together. Um, wow. The end of last season was. I, I forgot how powerful it was. Like mm-hmm. how messed up it was when all of a sudden the lights came on and they were whistling in the forest. Mm, right. God, yeah. And then right. they made them all kneel down and it was, oh man. I know yeah. I remember we were kind of pissed. Yeah. With the cliffhanger. Oh, heck yeah. Because it was, well, because it was mm-hmm. what, like a 10 minute uh, speech by Negan at the end as well. And it was just like, well, it was oh, a little God. long. <laughs> And I have to say, they carried that into this one where I was like, come on. I was complaining on Twitter. I was like, come on, just show us already. Yeah, and then right. when I saw it, I was like, God damn it, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, because it took impression. him a good 20, 20 minutes to, to actually uh, let the uh, goose out of the bag. Yeah, I think that sums up my impression of the episode. I was like, God damn it. That <laughs> really? was fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. you, well, that's true. No, you, I was, I was like, I went through like all the stages of grief. You I really think. did. But I think wow. the one I stuck on the most was just being pissed off. 
Because mm. I was just like, uh, why did they do that to Glenn? They didn't have to do that. Well, you said no. several times, too, that they that it was too gruesome. Yeah. Yes. I, I, th- I felt like yes. there was a lot uh, that they could um, um, hint at that they didn't need to completely show. And I, no, I, I felt like they weren't going to show it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's that's more of a classy move. Um, mm-hmm. I think we but had then called, they would come back. Yeah, we had called all along that Abraham was toast on this mm-hmm. one. Um, yep. And I think that if they killed Abraham and then dragged uh, Rick off to do mm-hmm. whatever they were going to do to him, and then that would have been it. They didn't. I don't know that they needed to kill Glenn, but honestly, I mean, it did. It added to the gruesomeness of who the character was of Negan. I mean, after, yes, in, in hindsight, it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he definitely uh, made his statement. Yeah, everything was powerful, and then it was like exclamation point powerful yeah. at the end. <laughs> like, uh, you're all fucked. Yep. Um, so, I'll shut up. Kim, now. Kim, what did you think? Uh, uh, it was horrible. Um. Last season for the finale, I was like super nervous to the point where I was shaking and felt like I was going to have an anxiety attack. And I had said back then that I would not feel that way for the premiere because it there was too much time in between. But and I was mostly right. Like this time I felt just excited to see what was going to finally happen. And I predicted that both of them were going to die. But I did not, and I knew that it would be brutal just because of who Negan is in the comic book. But I just was not expecting the way that Glenn went out, and the when it looked exactly the way Glenn looked in the comic book. But it was since it's a real person, it was way more gruesome and disturbing, and I couldn't stomach it. Like I still have not been able to watch it a second time. It was it played again after The Talking Dead, but I just couldn't even watch it. It was a really great episode. A lot of people are saying that it was the fa- their favorite episode of the entire series, but I definitely disagree. And mm-hmm. I don't want it to maintain that level of gruesomeness mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. know if even I can stomach it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm surprised to hear you say that. I thought I you would know. argue with me on that one. I know. I think a lot of people are surprised about that. But I, I think it's just because it was... Glenn mm-hmm. like he's never been one of my favorites I like him a lot but mm-hmm. he is still kind of family you know well I mean the brutality with Abraham was bad but Abraham got out the suck my nuts which kind of gave mm-hmm. like a, a a hint of humor to it right. you know it was Fitting like send off for Abraham yeah yeah right um Glenn was just like holy shit Glenn was like and, and it was unexpected that, yeah, and it was mm-hmm. sad to boot because he was just sitting there looking at, you know, his Maggie. wife. Oh, that was mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah, it was, oof, man. And then at the end when they show the scene of them all at the table and they're all eating and right. happy, and, oh, that's when I lost it. I didn't cry at all when the actual killings happened. It wasn't mm-hmm. until that last scene that I just started bawling and I just couldn't handle it. Yeah, that was a, that was a, uh, that was a wicked little way to end that. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, well, yeah. that was a nice shot by them. They were I, like, I oh, say. oh, here, here's a knife. Let's just twist it even more. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's the uh-huh. what what could have been. That was a good move, Gimple. Good yeah. move. I know. You're what about you? What do you think? Gimple. What did I think? 
I'll tell you what. I I was very happy with the episode, and I'll tell you why. This show kind of needs a reboot. And this show was a reboot in all the right ways. I feel like that um, the whole cast has been thrown into a whole different situation now, very quickly. And and the dynamic is, has changed so much that it's going to be really interesting to see them develop this. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rick went right from the top to down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the group reacts to Rick. You yeah. know? If they're going to still follow him. Yeah, are they going to still follow him? Or are they going to be mad at him? I mean, Rick got him into this. Mm-hmm. Rick's arrogance. Yeah. And, you know, is there going to be a backlash? Well, I think especially with the Alexandrians, because they don't have any... That's what I mean, right? Yeah, they don't have any hold to Rick. I think mm-hmm. our group will probably stick with him, but the Alexandrians might revolt. Well, I thought this episode was a game changer for the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was needed. Um, because they really needed to kind of shake things up. I do think they went way over the top with the gruesomeness. was not necessary. I don't know, Stu, if I agree with you about Glenn didn't need to be killed. Um, had it only been Abraham, I don't think I would be saying this is a big game changer episode. Mm-hmm. I, I think you had to have a character like Glenn go down to really break Rick. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, then all the stuff that went on between he and Negan was brilliant. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Even when Glenn was killed, he still mm-hmm. wasn't broken. Not quite. And then, you know, it, it came down to the threat of Carl losing his arm. That mm-hmm. was going to break him. And there, I think, there was a weird inconsistency to me. That was the only problem I had with the show, I think, was that... And I, I didn't want it to happen. Mm-hmm. But I felt it weird that Negan let go of the threat on Carl's arm. Mm. I felt that was weird because he was he was so brutal to Abraham, mm-hmm. right? And he was so brutal to Glenn, and mm-hmm. he's he's Rick. At any instant during that whole hesitation to cut the kid's arm off, could have cut his arm off. Mm-hmm. And then right. all of a sudden, Negan was like, he didn't even. I don't even think he said, "Don't you don't have to do it." Rick just didn't right. do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just hesitated for a slight second. And I think that's, that, that right there would have probably lost him major points with his own group if he ended up doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't think it would have lost him points. He would have been doing something to save everybody. I, I Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's... And Carl even said, just do it. You also got to keep in mind, too, um, Negan wants some of them alive. Yeah, he needs them to, to work. work for him. I know. And and if he and, loses a hand, he's not going to be working very much. No, no. I, I can guarantee you, though, I thought yeah, three or four different times. Head. I thought three or four times that uh, that Rick had lost his hand. Oh, God. Yes, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to go there for sure. Especially yep. when they were rubbing the alcohol on the axe. I thought, oh, here it is. Yep. He's yep. getting it ready. But he's being nice because he's cleaning the axe. That's yeah, <laughs> right. That, was actually, that actually was weird that he because he was almost happy when he found the alcohol. Yeah. So it was like he was prepping for something, and then he didn't do it at all. So right. I think it was. Right. I think that was more of a mind fuck from the writers. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was well, a I lot of those. That, I thought there was a lot of uh, there was a lot to pull from this. I I agree with you, Stu. I, I got a little annoyed at how long it was taking to them to get to the point. Yeah. Um, and some of it, to me, kind of felt a little fillerish. 
you know, I think they spent too much time with Rick dreaming back and so forth. And, um, that it kind of just felt a little played to me a little bit too much, but, but that the, um, the way that Negan broke him and Rick being broken was, uh, was impressive. It was mm-hmm. impressive the way it was acted out. I mean, those those two guys did a great job. I thought, you know, I thought one of the most degrading images of Rick was when Negan's dragging him across the ground. Ugh. Yeah. You know, and Rick can't even try to stand up or anything. He's mm-hmm. just being dragged around. When he's dragging him to the RV. And when he dragged him back. Yeah. When he brought him back, he grabbed him out of the RV and threw him on the ground and then grabbed him by the collar and dragged him back to the group. Mm-hmm. And Rick's just flailing away trying to find something to do. Well, he has to prove to the rest of the group that Rick's no longer in charge and that he is. Right. Oh, yeah. He, well, he treated him like a dog. Oh, yeah. Yep. At that point. And, you know. I I do not have any problems with the way it was shot. The way mm-hmm. the, sh- the episode was shot. My only issue is just how gruesome it got with Glenn. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't think there was any filler. I think all of that was necessary to paint a picture of Negan because you only got a 10 minute clip last season. And I think that people need to understand what kind of person he is and that he is so much worse than the governor. Oh yeah. I don't think there's any comparison really with the governor. It makes me nervous for the rest of the season. Like how far are they going to take this and are they going to be able to, or are they going to keep this violence going I, mean, I don't they, think so. They kind of have to. I mean, that's the way Negan is. Yeah, but this was... But what this, level are they going to take it? This was... They were ratcheting up the shock factor in this episode. I mean, I hope so. I hope they dial it back a little they bit. They wanted to blow us up with the uh, the stuff. I, I don't think that that's going to be a... No, I don't think it's a regular thing that's going to be going on through the rest of the season. No, but they wanted to make it as um, brutal as it was because they want that threat to be there, even for the viewer. Right. Mm-hmm. That he's going to show up at any time and just start beating the crap out of people, and he—I mean, they—they've already previewed that. I mean, he's going to come back to Alexandria and start banging on the wall, saying, "Let me in." You oh know yeah, I mean? no so, doubt. He—he um, he could show up at any point, so they wanted to make it seem like if he does show up, who knows what the hell he's going to do? Yeah, he's right. unpredictable. So, yeah, I mean, I—I I understand that. I—I I just feel like. Um, I've never been a huge gore fan, so I think that that's where I was kind of getting like, uh, like it, it felt over the top, especially like even like like Scott, you put it into better perspective because you're like, did you see Glenn's big fake eye? Because <laughs> <laughs> when when he hits him on the head, and then all of a sudden you see his eye is like popping out of his head, which is obviously a prosthetic, and he's sitting there laughing at him and making fun of the person that he's beating to death. That's where it was just like, ah, Jesus, mm-hmm. this is yeah. so screwed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's no what doubt. that's what the character is, obviously. I mean, but like you've said from the comics, he's known for his sense of humor. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just his brutal killing sense of humor. Right. But, and I think, though, I think uh, I think even Negan maybe was going over the top a little bit to really make an impression on right. those folks. Right, yeah, yeah. He's trying to make a point. It's his signature moment right now. Right. So I don't think, I don't necessarily think we're going to see that all season. Right. We'll I see We'll not. see acts of it, no doubt. Well, I mean, to, I think to keep that threat going, he's got to keep doing brutal stuff. I just, you know, it's going to, he's going to show up every now and then. Yeah, I think, I think he'll do more demeaning than brutal. 
I mean, yeah. he's got to wield Lucille some more. So somebody else is probably going to get their head bashed in at some point this season. Well, maybe not from their group. Yeah, but who cares who it is? Somebody's going to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just hope they don't show it to mm-hmm. the degree that they showed Glenn. Abraham even was not as gruesome as Glenn was. Right. Abraham, I don't know. It's hard to explain the difference, but I think it's just because... Well, first of all, Abraham's eye did not pop out. But secondly, um, Abraham stood up to him, and and you kind of knew that it was going to be Abraham. I think people even guessed, even from last year, that it was going to be Abraham just because of what Negan said. But Mm -hmm. when he hit Glenn, it was just so out of the blue, and all because Daryl said something. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that. slugged him, because Daryl slugged him. That's that's why it happened. And I think, I mean, uh, that's an important point, that he attacked Glenn... Because Daryl was out of line. Right. Because it's it's making them apprehensive at doing anything. Because whatever action you do, you're probably not mm-hmm. going to get punished. One of your yeah, friends is going to get... Are, yeah, right. one of your yeah. friends is going to get punished for it. Which I think mm-hmm. is a very uh, you know, important That's control scary. factor. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Very scary control factor. I kind of enjoyed... Um, I don't know if you noticed it, but when, when, uh, when uh, Negan was confronting Rick... And Rick told him he was going to kill him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Negan asked him, he said, so what do you have? And the one guy said, well, he has his hatchet. It's an axe. And, and Negan kind of looks up at him like, really? Are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> it's like, really? Uh, a hatchet? Okay. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was good. I mean, yeah. there was his, like, pauses, or he would, like, hear, mm-hmm. like, like, when, you know, when he was, like, he right. heard an answer, and you just hear like, Ugh. like I didn't yeah. want to hear that. Like no. that's a bad no. move. No. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he was good. His delivery was great. Yeah, um, he's and, gonna uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be a wicked character. Yes, and and I will say I've already seen on Facebook that um, <laughs> there are some people who are so mad at Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm-hmm. that um, there's a fan group, and I hope that none of our listeners mm. are a part of this, but there's a fan group on Facebook that is encouraging encouraging their people to spit on Jeffrey Dean Morgan at Walker Stalker this weekend in Atlanta. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's a TV show, people. Really? He didn't yeah. actually do it. Glenn's still alive. He's probably a very nice guy. Steven Yeun is. And uh, Cudlitz is still alive. It's all good. No worries. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, some people are taking it way too serious. Yes. No need for protest. Right. You probably should um, be more upset at Gimple and, <laughs> and yes. um, what's and his Nicotero. face? Kirkman. Kirkman, yeah. Yeah, instead of the actors. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And we will shut that shit down, people. <laughs> if you're in the panel room doing that, it will be shut down. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Let's shoot you with a go, fire hose. You literally have to go through me, which please do not go through me, to get to Jeffrey Dean Morgan when he's on the stage. You have to. Right. Uh, you're gonna have to practice your. That is so uncool. <laughs> you have no idea how uncool that is. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> I'm actually kind of nervous. <laughs> I'm gonna find somebody to kick your ass. It's bad enough when Norman Reedus walks in the room and all the fangirls are like. Hey, Please kiss me. And now mm-hmm. we're going to have to deal with like violent people. Mm. Yes, well. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll get stopped at the door with their machetes. Oh, I hope so. 
I hope there's not like a, a fight between like the Jeffrey Dean Morgan fangirls and the Norman Reedus fangirls. There might be. <clears throat> it's going to be a wicked be. one. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Atlanta this weekend. It'll be interesting for We're sure. We're going to have a rumble. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would not be great, Scott. Do not encourage that. <laughs> I'll have my camera phone. <laughs> No, because I might die. Yeah, there's that too. I don't want to die. Did I ever tell you about the panel with the Vampire Diaries guys? Oh, no. Mm, no. And the the <laughs> the fans stormed the stage, and there were dads of teenage girls threatening mm-hmm. volunteers, saying they were going to kill them if they didn't get out of their way. What? Yeah, seriously. That was the first year I volunteered, so year number two of Walker Stalker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and they didn't even do anything bad in their show. Do you remember seeing Scott trying to get up on that stage? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, sign my chest. (laughs) (laughs) Someone get me a backhoe. I can't get up there. That's right. Oh, wait, your pen got caught in the hair. (laughs) God. (laughs) My knee. My knee hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's just pitiful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what did you think of um the way uh negan was toying with with rick in the rv mm. i mean i think uh, yeah when he got when he put the axe in the table and then went uh-huh. and started driving and then yeah. like kind of he was testing him obviously sure. it, it was it was good i mean it, it totally put rick in his place he was not oh yeah he was not going to test but, but, Negan but, at that but, point. But Re, Re, Rick did grab it. Yeah, he and went at him. Yep. That was fucked up that he had a gun. Right. <laughs> exactly. But he, like, that's not fair. But he was but like, there was a couple of times. Do it. Like he he wanted him to do uh-huh. it. Yeah. Right. Because he wanted him to he wanted to show him that he was he couldn't do anything about it. Mm. Yep. But there was you know there was that time when when he hands the hatchet back to him to Rick and. He doesn't have a gun on him or anything. Yeah. Well, because yeah, at that point, he knows that he's not going to do anything. Right. I don't know why. I mean, because Rick could possibly do something at any point. Right. You know what the weird thing was to me? And I, I might be completely wrong. Did, Scott, did you watch it twice? I only watched it once. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Negan threw the hatchet out. Yes. Thank you. This is my question. And when Rick falls on top of the RV, the hatchet yeah. is laying next to him yes. on the RV. How did that get there? How did no, that if you look at it, when he goes out, he throws it on the roof of the RV. Did he actually? Okay. Who, yes. Negan or yes. Rick? No, Negan. Uh, Negan. Oh, Negan, Negan threw it up? When he reached outside, he actually threw it up on the roof, and you heard it bang on the roof when it hit. Mm. See, I, okay, I that, he that. faked me out. Yep, me too. Because yep. I was thinking, a tree, tricky fucker. How is he going to yep. get that, that hatchet from all those uh, walkers? Or how did it get on the roof? How did it get on the roof? Okay. Well, and cool. I certainly thought, you know, I, while Rick was standing on the roof of that RV, I kept thinking, go climb the chain and get the hell out of there. Yes. Mm-hmm. You Me know, the too. dead guy hanging from the bridge. Yeah. Me too. Unfortunately, the guy started stretching. Yeah, but, you <laughs> well, know. it's because Rick never got the chain. But how did he stretch? Okay, this is my other, okay, I have one little qualm. One little qualm. <laughs> this guy was fresh, right? He was supposed yes. to be fresh. So why is he disintegrating like that? Ate a lot of fruit roll-ups. He had just died. Mmm, fruit roll-ups. Yeah, that's a good he point. He shouldn't have pulled apart that easily. 
No, I guess not. Made of jerky. Only a rotted zombie would have done that. I don't know. I don't know. I I really don't want to talk about it too much, but... How fresh was it? They do say people's heads pop off when they're getting hung sometimes. Well, they had just... um, They had just killed him the day before. Right. When the RV was trying to get to the hilltop. They were at... they were at the logs. Remember yeah, the right. Logs? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, remember um, they but killed the guy, threw him over the bridge. Who was he though? He was one of the library people. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yep. I had forgotten about the library people. Yes, they're still out there. Mm, or okay. maybe they're not. Probably not. Who I think knows? he killed them all. <laughs> There's like shushing people. I think they did. I think they did kill off the library people. There was a lot of bodies laying around the library. Yeah. Go for the chain, Rick! Seriously. So I liked it um, when Negan said to him, um, trying to remember how it was exactly, he says, think about what happened. Mm. Um, think about what is happening, and think about what could happen. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he said it, I think, before he went out of the RV, but then he was saying it right. while Rick was laying on the RV. You could hear no, he said that. No, he said that when, when he was, uh, I think... Uh, Right near the same time, he tried to challenge Rick into grabbing the hatchet. Yeah, but I'm saying he he repeat he was repeating it again when he mm-hmm. was like walking inside the That's RV. That's true. That's true. And like he just kind of kept saying it over and over. He's like, "Think about what could happen. Right. Think about what did happen." What do you think about them dragging the deaths out? And we didn't really see it until Rick did a flashback while he was on top of the RV. You mean the first twenty minutes? Yeah. Of waiting to find out. Yeah. Do you think they, I, that was the right move? Um It felt it felt a little uh manipulative. Manipulative. Manipulative? Uh-huh, that too. How's <laughs> that beer? <laughs> Lovely. Um but it you know, it it did feel like they were trying to manipulate the audience a little bit with that too much. And it it, it kind of I don't like that because that's how I kind of felt at the end of last season mm-hmm. and that they, you know, you just can't keep building one cliffhanger after one cliffhanger, one, mm-hmm. you know, one steer the audience the same way you've done it before and so forth. You know, it just gets a little bit old and you keep having to build up more and more and more and more. Um, and that's why I said, you know, I was really happy with this episode in that I think it, it while it satisfied that, that crazy cliffhanger get off matter of fact it's the cliffhanger is now forgiven because of this episode oh um, good i'm so glad yes and you're talking about the glenn cliffhanger y- yes okay. no no the, no, the, the cliffhanger cl- the, the negan cliff. oh okay 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 yeah, yeah. not the yeah. dumpster well do you do no. you also forgive him about the dumpster no because now they finally killed glenn for you yeah yeah no that, that was silly okay but i i think though that not only did they satisfy that that need to know, but they also satisfied my thinking that the show needed to go in a different direction a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it did need a reboot. You know, we kind of were starting to see the same kind of find another community. Another community has something hidden under the past that we don't know about. We find out about it. Maybe the community's not that great. Now we just have a bad community. Mm-hmm. These guys are actually, these guys are actually acting how I thought maybe the wolves were going to act. Yeah. Right. I expected more out of the wolves. I thought the wolves were going to be dangerous guys like this. The wolves just turned out being street people. Well, I mean, yeah, last season, you know, we kept at, hoping they were going to get to Negan at some point. 
Mm-hmm. And honestly, it did. It seemed like they burned through a lot of storyline to get to him. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. that you look back on it, um, sure. and uh, now I want the wolves back. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my wolves. They're tame wolves. Yeah, I know. Especially that last wolf was like he seemed like he was nice by the end there. Yeah, well, you saved uh, Doctor <laughs> Denise. Denise. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, this is it's going to be rough, and it's a terrible threshold through to all these other larger communities, mm-hmm. you know, going through, you know, being introduced through Negan and his group. And then right. we've got, uh, we obviously have, you know, the hilltop and the, the kingdom and who knows else what, what else is out there. So else exactly. What? I hope there's some nice people. What's some nice people? Yeah. We need some nice people. We need more people like Alexandrians, except not so naive. Kim, you're the well, only one they, in, you're the only one on this podcast that knows about whether they're going to be nice or not, unfortunately, but you can't tell us. No. Kingdom and, looks like they're nice. Uh, no, let me just say right here too. Uh-oh. No spoilers. No, that one of our... Earmuffs. No, one of our listeners <laughs> said something on Twitter about me spoiling some stuff and Really? I, I didn't mean to last week, and I apologize, but I have not read any more comics past the kingdom, so... What's the kingdom? I'm Spoiler. not going to say anything about the kingdom. <laughs> no. I'm going strictly on the it. TV show. I know. Just leave it. So I apologize if I spoiled anything last I week. I don't... I, I, think I just they get too excited. They were nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Well, he, was, he said he was kidding, but yeah, yeah, I'm was. sure there was a little bit of truth in it, but... <laughs> I just get very excited and want to talk about mm-hmm. it. That's why I'm not reading anymore. No, I think it was, it was leading in our discussion was talking about how awful the Negan, Negan's saviors were going to be. Yeah. And right. I think you were trying to say, well, there's more to it. Yes. There's more to than just people beating people in the head with baseball bats. Yes. I was trying to save Grace, but whatever. Because you love your Negan. Mm-hmm. No, I do not. <laughs> He's a fascinating character, but I do not love you him. You want to give him a big hug? No. I, well, okay. Jeffrey I D. think Morgan he needs maybe. a big hug. Yes, I think that would probably make him not bash people's heads in. I will tell you this. I had a, I had a, several people from work who were very depressed. I had to talk them off the ledge. Mm. <laughs> you guys should stop working on a ledge. We're having we're having a, a group meeting now. <laughs> You're right, the new Titus. therapist, the Walking Console Dead therapist. Them. I am. I am. I'm their therapist. You have to make cupcakes. Uh no, uh, yeah. muffins. Were they um, so distraught that they said they were never going to watch it again? No, no, I had they were tell just. Me that. No, they were just distraught. Okay. Um, and I mean, really distraught. And I was kind of like, well, I'm not that distraught. But this affected a lot of people. In a lot of ways. I know we keep going back and forth, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of the fans were so upset about Glenn. I, I think a lot of people were upset about Abraham, but Glenn was huge. Of course. Because um, Glenn's been there from the very beginning. He's one of the original uh-huh. five. So I think with Glenn dying in the way that he died, it really was like losing a family member for a lot of people. And and I can guarantee well. you this weekend at Walker Stalker, his line is going to be out the door. Oh, yeah. For people to meet him. Mm-hmm. So glad I met him last year. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I met him right after chance. the dumpster diving thing. God, when we didn't so know bad. if he was alive or not. Yep. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but he was there, so we knew he was alive. Yes. Glenn's underneath that dumpster going, hey, here's a banana. That's right. Yeah. 
French fries. Maybe he's there again. <laughs> it's like present. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Except the it presents is. are filled with flies. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so since we're since we're talking about how much people love Glenn and Abraham, yes. Um, did you catch that Abraham did the peace sign to Sasha? And like, how do you feel about how Glenn and Abraham both like looked to their ladies basically and said, "It's okay." Mm-hmm. Said goodbye. Yeah. That yeah. that makes me cry. I, you know what? He did. I didn't even see that. He did the peace sign to Sasha. Yes. Did he? Yeah, as soon as I missed that. As soon as uh, Negan hit him the first time, he held out his left hand just by his side and just did the peace sign uh, down at the ground. Oh, that's messed. But he did it towards Sasha. Yeah. Because that's what they would do, you know, throughout the season last year. Mm. The only the only problem is is the s- sign he made towards Sasha in um, Europe is considered the finger. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, if I was Rosita, I'd be like, "Fuck you, man," because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was right there too and he didn't mm-hmm. well it's rosita flipped him off when he did it yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> she's like negan go for another no she's no like, oh no you don't <laughs> that's right give me that baseball bat <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn no i it was just very sweet and then and then at the end when don't laugh <laughs> it was very sweet <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> Give me a couple of wax. Give me a couple of wax. Let me show you how this is done. (laughs) You call that a swing? Anyways, when Sasha, after after Negan left and all his people left, and they were all, our group was by themselves, and they were going to put the guys in the truck. And Sasha Mm -hmm. went over to Rosita and to Abraham's body and was like, I got this. Like, let me help you. That was very nice of Sasha because, sure. you know, she's she understands that Rosita's upset too, and mm-hmm. even though their relationship was over and he had moved on and was ready to start a family, like this makes me want to cry right now. You know, and it was it was kind of weird that they looked <laughs> at each, they it. looked at each other about it though, because at first yeah. I was like hey, uncomfortable moment, but I mean, well, yeah, I mean it was yeah it was pretty rough. Moment. Well, Sasha put out the the olive branch. Yeah. And that's mainly what it was. Yeah. I don't even know if, if we can say Rosita accepted it or not. Well, but, see, this is what they... I'm, I'm interested to see is like how Rosita handles this mm-hmm. in the future. Right. And does she get pissed off at Sasha for what, for the relationship um, that she had with him? And is she accepting of everything that happened, like I'm really curious to see what happens with that. I, I don't think that she'll get. I don't. I think the Rosita Sasha thing will just kind of play itself out. I don't think it's that big a deal. And I, I guess the part that was weird to me is that they even made a nod towards it during all yeah. this. <laughs> I I honestly didn't think they would. I, it didn't no. even cross my mind that they should. No. That's and then when it like, happened, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, damn. exactly. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that happened. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. That sucks for them. Well. I don't know if you noticed uh, at the end when they were, when all of Negan's people were leaving um, and they were showing different, you know, different of the people of the group, you know, crying or whatever. You see a guy in the background taking pictures yes. of Glenn's head. I uh, totally saw that with his Polaroid. I was like, oh, oh my God, that's, crosses- that's just 
crosses behind uh, Rick or somebody, and he's yeah. like waving the Polaroid picture. Exactly. <laughs> That's sick. That's sick. Yeah, Kim actually said, "What's that guy doing?" Oh, he's taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the Wall of Fame. Yeah, the Wall of Fame. <laughs> Negan's photographer. Yep. Yeah. That's why he had that badge on that said Negan's photographer. Yeah. He's the official documentarian. You know, like a little press mm-hmm. tag. Yeah. Oh, man. Ugh. That's awesome. Sick souvenirs. Anyway, I thought that was a sick, <laughs> sick little add on in the mm-hmm. background. No, but it was actually so good because it kind of uh-huh. tied all the stories together. Sure. You know, that's that was because we had seen the pictures before. Right. It was great that they added that little bit to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I so, thought it was clever. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, he put a lot of work into that head bashing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just go for like three bash. He goes for like, good ten. Lord, how you like beat the guys like 10 times. And it was just like, was are like you done? Hamburger. Yeah. Well, was, it's like ugh. after a while, isn't it like just beating the ground? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that kind of sucks. So gross. You know, at the start, though, I was I, the one thing that I was surprised about from the prop mm-hmm. side of it. That is one clean bat that bashes people's heads in. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? It the was barbed dripping. wire and everything was like super clean, like before he killed anybody. It's like that would be tough to clean. Oh, you mean from past? Yeah, yeah. Well, they got they got power hoses. I did. I, I did think it was actually really cool that when he was bashing in Glenn's head, that eventually it pulled away so a piece wrong. of flesh. That's bad. That's wrong. And it was hanging from it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just from. The special effects point of view. Okay, I know. was I was very interested to see that Negan used a thirty-seven ounce bat. That's a pretty good sized bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hefty. Swing away, swing away, baby. <laughs> Let the bat do the work. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> swing through your swing. <laughs> yes. He had some Big good thing. follow through. Yeah, add the follow through. <laughs> oh, a so good sad. solid hit. Yep. I feel bad. I feel bad even talking about this stuff. You know what I feel bad about is that right before the episode started, I said, "Batter up!" He's getting knocked <laughs> nice. out of the park. Yep. And yep. people were like, "Oh yeah, it's great." And then like after On I saw, Twitter. yeah, after I saw Abraham and Glenn get bashed in, both of them, mm-hmm. I was like, "God, I feel bad about even posting that." <laughs> I told. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I seriously was like, "Oh man." <laughs> that's terrible they're not I'm a, real i'm they're a terrible i'm a terrible person <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness oh my goodness so okay so <laughs> back to the story yes when carl almost gets his hand cut off yes yes coral now, that was the most intense scene of the episode, as yes. far as I'm concerned. That was pretty messed up. Because that was very messed yeah, up. Yeah, because you thought it was going to happen. After what had happened, mm-hmm. you thought right. it was going to happen, for sure. Oh, I just knew. As soon as he started saying, when he said, you think you deserve another chance? And I was just like, oh, shit. What's he going to try to do now? I know. Yeah. I thought I thought, I thought someone worse. else was going to get popped. Same but, here. Yeah. Um, I thought... <laughs> I was kind of... A little pissed at Carl too because he seems so defiant. He's like a teenager, typical teenager. I liked it. I liked it actually. And 
I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, all these people just got killed. Don't be pissed off. Like, you need to be crying and stuff. But, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. But Yeah, I didn't feel that Like, don't be so pissed off that you make something else happen. I thought... Like, Daryl. I thought it was was great (laughs) reaction by a teenager. You know? Kim was solely worried about what was going to happen to Daryl. Don't make Daryl die now. No, I don't care. It's just that, a Daryl girl. I mean, I just thought there, his reaction to, mm-hmm. you know, are you a Southpaw? And he's like, what? Yeah, uh, yep, I knew yep, exactly. Yep. Ugh, I thought it was so great. Bad. I thought it was a great response. Well, again, I think, like, when he started asking those questions, I was, again, leaning back towards, okay, he's taking Rick's hand off. And the only reason I even think that is because my wife has read the comics where Rick has lo- loses a hand. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that one's pretty far out there already. Yeah, I think I think people knew that. <clears throat> but so I, I kept waiting for something, especially with the hatchet. And he kept you know, with the the well, I think alcohol what they were on the hatchet and the and then but then he starts wrapping uh, Carl's arm up, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, with the they're belt. probably gonna do it. They're gonna do it to Carl now. I, yeah, I, I mean, I to. thought the whole thing was a was a homage to the what happens in the comic books. But they were also showing that they're going a different route. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they were, you know, they were putting that thought out there because, you know, everybody knows about it from the comic books. And then they were just like, well, we're going to play it into the story a little bit. But you know what? We're not actually going to do it. Well, they had said in the past um, that they they had thought about doing the storyline where Rick gets his hand cut off. But it was going to be really difficult to do. Kind of like with the eyeball with um, with Carl. Yeah. Just having to, you know, remove his hand after the fact every mm-hmm. time they do shooting. But that Andrew Lincoln had always said that he really wanted to have that storyline in this story, in this mm-hmm. TV show. And so I, when they kept talking about his right hand man, I really thought this was <laughs> this was it. Right hand is going. Yeah. I didn't well, think I they mean, were talking about Daryl at all. Daryl's the moneymaker. There's no way they would have killed him. So I just automatically thought that they were going to take his hand, but... You know. I mean, Negan had to think, how how useful is this one-eyed, one-armed kid going to be? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, like, totally maimed the poor child, but <clears throat> I'm glad they didn't go that far. Um, that would have been... No, I think that's I think that's where they were showing their independence from the comic books. And yeah. I think that's good. I do, too. I do but too. they didn't, but they didn't just completely ignore the fact that that's out there. Yep. Yeah. But man, if Negan was going to drive drive his point home, that would have driven it. Mm-hmm. That would have, I think. See, I, I, I honestly don't. I think don't that... feel like I don't feel like he didn't. I mean, even without doing that, I feel like it was he totally drove his point home. He didn't have to do that. Dude, Rick is he goes home from this. Rick is going to be yes, he, he's going to play nice for a little while, and then he's going to be pissed off and be scheming at how he's going to take Negan down. Yeah, but he, but, but you know, he was even sniveling and whining and crying and so forth in front of his son. How does his son feel about his dad now? Yeah, I don't, I don't you know. know. I, I just how didn't did, feel. How like did he was all broken. of them feel about the fact that uh, that Rick broke down as much as he did? Oh, he did. He broke down. Mm-hmm. He broke down. He was crying and begging. Well, hopefully, Carl's mature enough to know that what that Rick did, what he had to do, right? And that um, Rick is not. Rick is not a not a leader just because of what Negan did to him. I, I just you know got, what I mean. I gotta say though, like Rick has cried and broken down 
more than a couple times in this show. But right. it is. But not, usually it was because craziness. I know, but it's not. It has not been his downfall. He's always come back stronger. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think anybody really ever made him do that. Okay, he did it by because of circumstances he was in, or just craziness. No, this was this happened because someone made him do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a big difference. Yeah, that's even, a real big. That's huge on your pride. Even when Laurie died, though, he was mental for a while there. Sure. You, know, you know, like he saw her ghost at the prison and was talking to her on that phone and stuff. He was very close to losing it, and he did lose it. Sure, sure, but... This is totally different. Yes. Like, you could see the fear on his face this time, and he's never had that look on his face Well, you before. could see the fear on his you face. You could see when he broke. You could see the fear on his face uh, last episode, last season. Yeah. He was, like, shaken. He couldn't even talk. Yeah. Right. And then when Abraham was killed, or was it, was it? Yeah. After he killed Abraham, when he was like, I'm going to kill you. Yes, that was right after Abraham. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually. I don't, I don't, he's. No, that was, you know, you know what? Or was that after Glenn? That was after Glenn. That was after Glenn. It was after Glenn. Yeah, Yeah, because remember Rick had the blood across the side of his face and that came after he killed Glenn. That was from Glenn. He was whipping the bat around. Glenn's big eye. Yeah, the big eye. I don't know. I, I don't think you can... I mean, that's the thing with him. He's mm-hmm. so crazy, you can't break him. Yeah. Right. And that's the... But. With Negan, I mean, yeah, he's trying to break him. I, don't, I, mean, that, that's, I mean, that's the saving grace of who, who Rick is to our storyline. You can't break him. Well, it's obvious, though, that they all hold him up on a pedestal as far as being their leader. Yeah. And that pedestal got chipped away at a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, you know, I think it's going to have some ramifications on how they deal with him. Mm-hmm. But that's where I, I'm saying, like, if he cut a Carl's arm off, mm-hmm. if he actually went through with it. Right. Even, like, if, if I had a gun to my head, I, know. I don't know that I'd want someone to do that to their own son. I don't know. Right. I mean, I can't put myself in that realistically in that situation. But I'm just saying, it's like, that's that's messed up. Yeah. Well, when I come down there next week, and maybe we'll try it. Oh, okay. Well, I got a few to try it on. <laughs> okay. Jeez. If it doesn't um, work on the first one, we'll go to the next one. What do I, I need to get a hatchet. <clears throat> so, so what do you, <laughs> <laughs> we're going, let's, we're going to jail. Yeah, let's not, let's not do that. Um, so how do you think this is going to affect the rest of the group moving forward? Um, well, I think they're going to be, I think it, I think some of them, are going to get really mad. Mm-hmm. And they're going to follow, uh, uh, they're going to follow um, Maggie's intention on getting back at him. Mm-hmm. Right. Him. Some are going to lose faith in Rick, I think. And, and I think a lot of those may be even Alexandrians. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Alexandrians are going to lose faith in Rick. Right. Because they don't know him. But what I... I tell you what I'm more curious about than anything is is Morgan and Carol. Mm-hmm. What happens when they come back? Yeah. Do they do they take up the mantle of revenge? Well, yeah. I mean, they seem to be in paradise compared to where the rest of our folks are. Right. Because you know, I you know Morgan may take it out on him too. Because may take it out on Rick because you know Morgan was warning Rick that he was just getting out of control. You know that he was he was 
taking things too easily. Mm-hmm. And, and all of this, everything, all of this is on Rick's shoulders. Rick got them into this situation and Rick made a bad calculation and he's the one to be held responsible. God, well, you know, you know, um, um, Maggie was blaming it on herself at the end I there. Know. Every one of them are blaming on the, on themselves for little things, but they never went and would have been in the situation they were in if Rick hadn't been arrogant. If Rick hadn't just challenged these guys thinking, oh, that we got no problem with these guys. Mm-hmm. It just egged them on. Well, I think it just it, made them want to do it even worse. Yeah, I think a lot of it was just pure ignorance as to who these guys were, too, though, mm-hmm. which I can understand. I mean, there's no communication. Yeah, but you remember that it, it, the, the second half of last season, he was so he was so arrogant about everything. He was so uh, cocky. Mm. Now they rem- they found out about Negan just because of going to the hillside and Gregory saying, "Okay, we got these guys mm-hmm. who are threatening us all the time. We have to give them half, right?" Right. I'm just trying to remember how that worked. Oh, that's right. And they were going to, yeah, they were like, well, we're going to go take care of them. So they didn't even know about it until Gregory told them. And he, Rick just promised. Um, and Carol ran into help. some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Rick, uh, right. And Rick, Rick made a statement that they'll protect them. And mm-hmm. they went and took care of the they'll satellite take care station guys. Yep. Another brutal yep. scene. We should have known back then. Oh yeah, and those, and those were the people where he's like, "You killed some of my people," and then they sent um, the yeah. uh, the what's the his guys to... uh, Bud. Yeah, is it Bud? Mm-hmm. I keep getting that one wrong. Okay. Oh, the bikers. Yeah, the bikers. Yeah. Bud and the bikers. Yeah, and they blew up, and they blew up, and that's what Negan was saying. You uh, you went and killed some of my people. I sent more of my people, and you killed more of my people. That's right. That's right. That's so not from, cool, man. From Nick's, not cool. From from Nick from Negan's point of view. What he did was justified. Yeah. He's killing off all his livestock. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> his folks. His folks. Is... All right, everybody. I'll tell you what. We're going to take a break for a minute. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what we felt were the best moments and what we felt were the worst moments in the show. Everybody, we're back. Um, we've got a new segment we are calling Hit or Miss, where we give a hit to any of our favorite scenes. It doesn't have to be, you know, funny or or it could be a scene that was just dramatic as hell. Um, but one we thought was, was a real hit. And then one scene or part of the show that we thought was a complete miss. Kim, would you like to go first? Yeah. What was your hit? And, and of course, this is in honor of baseball. Mm-hmm. Baseball season. Yeah. Go Indians. This, yeah. Okay, baseball and or Negan wielding his bat. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's that too. My mm-hmm. hit for the season premiere is Maggie. Maggie mm-hmm. being strong at the end and saying, we're going to kill that fucker. Or whatever she said. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just being so pissed off that she wants revenge instead of just cowering in a corner. And I, I really like that she was just being a strong person. Okay. 
and I'm excited to see where that storyline goes if she continues that way of thought. All right, that's mm-hmm. a little bit more in depth than mine. Mine was when um, Abraham said, suck my nuts, <laughs> when he was getting hit over the head. <laughs> that is good. Because it was like the perfect way for him to go out. He always had the one-liner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, tough-as-iron character, and um, even when he knows it's the end, he's going to go out in style. Yeah, or lack he's thereof. defiant. Defiant. <laughs> exactly. To the end. I was surprised yeah. he didn't like just take a sip off a fifth right at the end right. there too. <laughs> exactly. Open a flask. Yeah. Take a hit. Yeah. Um, my hit was kind of tough. I had a couple of them that I was trying to pick through. The, one of them, of, of course, that I thought was great, but was not my hit, is uh, is the the scenes where Rick is being dragged across the ground. I thought that was a fantastic thing to have in the show because, I mean, it showed him as being helpless mm-hmm. yeah, more than most things. But my real hit of the show, I thought, was the um, dinner table scene at the very end. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought that that was that it was very effective yeah. and uh, and really set a set the nail in in even deeper for people who were unhappy about the way things went. But I, so I thought that that dinner scene was the real hit. So you thought that was a me. good thing that people got even more depressed after they saw that scene? You know, a hit can be what is most effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking you know, storyline by. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I thought it I thought it was a great move by the, the writers and so forth to include that. They didn't have to. But that was a that was a nice touch at the end that really was really uh Sealed the deal. Yeah, thanks for that nail in the coffin, guys. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, Kim, who was you, what was your miss? Well, it's not hard to guess what my miss is. Just the fact that Glenn went out the way he did and the gore factor, um, the... The surprise, we all knew Glenn, well, I mean, I figured Glenn was going to be dying in this episode, but the way that he went out and the surprise of him going out just because Daryl stood up for everybody and got into a melee with um, Negan, and Negan took it out on Glenn, and it was just, it was heartbreaking. It was horrible. So it was horrible. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily a bad storyline, was it? No, I don't think no, anything. No, it wasn't. It, nothing it wasn't was, a miss. Nothing was bad in this episode. There, uh, that is not a miss to me. Not to me. No, this is a okay. miss. This is just. Okay. I just you have no that real was miss. my bad thing. I'm okay. just sad about it. Stu, do you have a swing and a miss? Oh, I guess. Um, okay, my original miss watching it was why the hell did they kill Glenn? Because it seemed mm-hmm. like a waste of a character kill. Because mm-hmm. they did, I, I felt like they didn't need to do it. Because they killed Abraham. They could have done the same thing with Rick going off in the RV. Same confrontation with Negan. They could have come back, still broke him by trying to force him to cut his son's arm off. And mm-hmm. I don't think you would have lost that much more by not killing Glenn. And you would still have a Glenn character in the show? Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I don't know that that was a huge need, but with trying to make, uh, Negan as awful as he's supposed to be, as brutal as he's supposed to be, maybe it helped. So 
my I guess my miss is more on the fact that they didn't cut um, uh, Carl's arm off. <laughs> Jeez, really? Yeah. <laughs> as far as I mean, as far as what uh, Negan's character is, mm-hmm. why would he short. stop? Why would he stop at Carl's arm before he walks away? Right. All right. And it was just it was kind of like an unresolved conversation. It was mm-hmm. like he was threatening. Uh, it was. Like you said, Scott, it was an extremely intense moment. And, and you just that, felt it was a little bit out of character of Negan. Maybe no. because he was a kid. To let him off the let him off the hook. I felt it was just kind of weird that they were just like, oh, it's not happening now. Because it was so right. intense. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, okay, well, it's not happening. But no yeah. one really said it's not happening. It just didn't happen. Right. <laughs> so I was like, I was waiting for Negan, like Kim had said, actually, to me. Um, mm-hmm. Off the podcast, we talked to each other. Um, she said, "Why?" I was, what? yeah, I know. Um, she said, "Well, I thought Negan was just going to pick the hatchet up and just cut it, cut the arm off himself." Mm-hmm. At that point, because he I didn't thought, do it. Didn't didn't he didn't he stop Rick's arm, or at least get in the way? I don't, I don't to, remember him grabbing it or anything. I Think he did? He just said. Well, they, there was like, a communication between the two of them. Yeah. Where he said, you know, he was saying to Rick, "No, no, yeah." Stop. I think, well, he I said, think, "That's the look I was looking for." Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He said he he yeah, verbally said something that was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. you know, I've got what I need," but right. he didn't. He never told him he didn't need to do it. And that's where I was right, like, right. "That's a little weird." After after you know. Putting that gun to his head mm-hmm. that you need to do this or you guys aren't going to be free. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It just felt weird to me. Okay. So that was my uh, that was my little miss, though, le- mm-hmm. honestly, I'm glad it didn't happen because mm-hmm. I Good. wasn't happy with the brutality that it had happened. But yeah, exactly. There was a lot of it. Well, my my miss was um, <laughs> was. Glenn's bulging eye. <laughs> Sorry, that I, I, you know, as shocked as I was seeing Glenn get killed when they shot when they went back to him, yeah. I actually barreled out laughing. Oh, that was no. that was some of the worst <laughs> prosthetics I've ever seen. It reminded me of of Sloth from the Goonies. Oh, I know. There's oh. been lots of memes on Facebook about that's that. actually that's a good point. It was it was kind of weird. I think that was where. It just, it just was lame, man. I mean, they should do such a fantastic job with the makeup and the, and the special effects and so forth on that show. And that one just, <laughs> I don't know. I just started laughing. I was like, wow, that's, Greg, you kind of let down on that one. But that was my, that was my miss on the show. I didn't feel that way until after <laughs> I saw that little piece on the Talking Dead where they talked mm. about them applying the prosthetic and they showed a clip of, him. Oh yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious. Of him with Cudlets, and they both had mm-hmm. their prosthetics on, and then I was like, "Oh." Yeah, Cud looks looks. He looked fine. But he had that long <laughs> hair that was pink. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The <laughs> hair it wasn't, it long... wasn't that bad, but like yeah. But I like Stephen Yen standing there. Or he's just kind of he just kind of stops. And you see... <laughs> yeah, he kind of leans. You into see the that one eye? Yeah. yeah, and that one eye's going one way, yeah. <laughs> and his is looking at the camera. It's like uh, the guy from Young Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I just about died laughing. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, especially, yeah. Thanks for doing that because that took me off of my 
disappointment in seeing Glenn die. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I was actually much more depressed until you said, yeah, but did you see his huge eye? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I agree with you completely. Yeah, his it was, big fake eye. Yeah, that was a little weak. Yeah. Mm. Like he's in, right. well, and yeah, I mean, he was he, Negan was even talking about. It. He's like, look at that huge eye popping out. And I was like, I'm thinking the same thing. That is the fakest looking <laughs> eye I've ever seen. <laughs> Jeez, I did not think that. <laughs> yeah, afraid so. <laughs> so we have a lot of listener feedback. We do, yeah. A ton it, of you wrote in to the Twitter, to the Twitters. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and expressed how either heartbroken or upset or disappointed, whatever. None of you were happy. I don't think anybody was happy, were they? No, a lot of people actually said um, they were very distraught through the whole thing. Needed counseling? No, but loved every minute. Oh, really? Uh Yeah. I think people just really enjoyed the... The heartstrings being pulled on this one, honestly, I, I did too. It's like Scott was saying. I mean, the whole thing needed a jump start. Yeah, and yeah. I think uh, a reboot. Yeah, people enjoy it for this kind of thing. I mean, where uh-huh. what what else are you gonna watch? Where you like? I physically was like, I was going through stages, the five yeah, stages of grief. Yeah, the stages of grief on this one. Totally. It's funny because you're yeah. usually pretty stoic. I know. I don't. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, for like I said, you know, I think they completely flipped the direction of the show on its head. I mean, all last season, it was all about Rick's people and so forth taking over Alexandria. And, you know, they were the tough ones. They were the top dogs and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, they're not. Mm-hmm. And it happened fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, I fast. mean, there's been there's been times where that has happened in the show. Mm-hmm. Where you know they've had to eat like crow. terminus, yeah. like terminus and stuff like that, right? Where they but not to this extent. No, not to this extent at all. I mean, this is like uh, you're slaves now. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're working for somebody else. It's not you have Give to me get half your stuff. Yeah, you're not have to get out of the situation. You are surrounded by like an army of people that are telling you, yeah, you need to go out and start foraging for us and finding shit for us. Yep. So. So, uh, David Valentin, uh, off Twitter said, as I predicted, as we did too, Abraham got the wood. Glenn's was shockingly unexpected. Nice twist away from the original story. Looking forward to seeing large communities, unlike the small outposts we have seen so far. Uh, remember there's safety in numbers. Absolutely. Maria, Maria from Twitter wrote, they have broken my heart. Brofucius at JTW218 said, okay, they are just mind-banging us now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Actually, I think she said that after they killed uh, Glenn. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Anne Frank on Crank said, it feels like picking up the phone when you know you're going to hear bad news. And I think that was actually stated before the show even started. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Anne Frank also said, I thought it was devastating. I saw the whole kill coming, and this is the worst our group has had it. Even worse to come? Mm. Yes, I think there is. <laughs> mm. Fan mom on Twitter said, I'm still traumatized by what went down. My heart is broken, but I am looking forward to a powerful season. I agree. 
And then Rebecca Mott wrote in and said, Before I knew Glenn's fate in the graphic novel, I definitely thought there was some foreshadowing when Maggie cut her hair. She Ah. said something to the effect of, I need to move on. It'll be interesting to see how she does that, especially since she was the one leading the charge to fight back right after the killings. Mm Mm-hmm. And I gotta ask, I gotta ask, when, when, uh, when Glenn went down, how did Maggie not pass out? I know, she's already sick. She's already starting to miscarry, we yeah. think. So, I don't know how she I don't know how she stayed coherent during any of that uh crafts table. Yeah, that's true. And then uh <laughs> What? That's where all the food's at, right? Right. Okay. Okay. And then our friend Ross also said, uh, this episode realizes our worst fears of just how horrible we thought Negan could be in this apocalyptic world. This episode assaulted us with raw human emotion unlike anything we've experienced yet. I thought it was a masterpiece, and I believe that uh, I believe the best is still yet to come. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, Kim, do you have any news for us? Nice. Thank you. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I have a lot. Tons. So the ratings. What? You want to hear about the ratings for that season? Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's hear about the ratings. For this one already? Yeah, already. It's already out. Okay, already good. Out. Yeah. Nielsen's so, are out. It's still not the number one show ever. Can you believe that? Oh, really? Very close. Yeah. So seven, Which one was? Oh, I'll tell you. 17 million viewers tuned in with 8.4 million in the 18 to 49 demographic. Okay. Hmm. But the one that won out is still the season five premiere where they're at Terminus and Glenn almost got his head bashed in that time, too, with a bat when he's leaning yes. over the trough, you know, mm. and that one was 17.3 million. So just a little off. Oh, yeah, that's that's nothing. But and so they're they, thinking But they didn't even include Scott in our demographic on that one. No, no. Scott's kind of disappointing. He's the yeah. point three. But um. No, but they're saying that it might surpass that one once they factor in all the the other ways that people can watch the show, you know? Right. So this is just yeah. live viewings. Okay, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But still, that's pretty amazing. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And then uh, season, just to put it in perspective, season six finale, only 14 million people watched this finale last season, hmm. but mm-hmm. 17 this time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it beat Sunday Night Football. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not too tough. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to think that um, you know, with with the season finale, that yeah, a lot of people are going to probably like, I don't know, do on demand or whatever and watch it. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people want right. to see what's happening, but when they're excited after it's been how many months now mm-hmm. before it's come on, that they're probably going right. to want to tune in. So you're probably going to get a lot more people that are tuning right. in. Right? No one's no one's waiting to uh, Devo. Right. Well, what I thought was interesting is that... <laughs> Did you say Devo? Devo. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Between the <laughs> hours... No, 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 no. <laughs> Between the hours of 9 p.m. and 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, they also figured out how many people were tweeting about the show. Uh-huh. There were three. Oh Lord! There were three point two four million tweets about the show between those hours, coming That's from three point zero seven million people, <laughs> with five point thirty six billion impressions, 
So it was the most tweeted about television episode of 2016. Not including that? sports or special events. Hmm. Right. Okay. And then the Talking Dead, the live Talking Dead that occurred right afterwards in the rain in L.A. Yeah. 7.6 million viewers with a rating of 3.7 in the 19 to 49 demo. So a lot of people tuned out. But that's still... I did. I did. I didn't. <laughs> but that's still almost half the viewers. Hmm. So that's still pretty uh-huh. good. How many people... Um, Attended? Threw up when they saw Glenn. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, one point six five million. Hmm. <laughs> How many people had pee pee pants? A lot. Oh, seven hundred and thirty-two thousand. Yeah, seven hundred thirty-two thousand. So Michael Cudlitz was interviewed the morning after the premiered premiere show about his character's grisly death, and he said, "I'm eating a steak." Now, here, this, this is the answer to the question that I have been wondering for a very long time. Okay. He said, we filmed the scene a year ago during the season six finale. So they filmed it all at once. Okay. We finished season six just before Thanksgiving. I've been sitting with it. Steven's been sitting with it and the rest of the cast for a year now. One of the good things is we were able to spread the rumor that not even the cast knew what was going to happen. They would find out when they came back. They'd film everybody's death scene just in case, and they were in contract negotiations for some of the cast. All of that was a lie. Yeah, of course. What that enabled us to do was to have to defend who was dead or hide who was dead for at least five months, which was great. Hmm. You know what? It was actually interesting that we did not talk about during the show is uh, when Rick is kind of hallucinating on top of the RV as he yeah. goes through thinking about everybody dying. Yeah. Because they did actually film everybody yeah. getting hit by the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know. But they didn't actually film a whole scene of them getting no, destroyed. no, but it was it was his right. imagination of that. But they did actually film everybody mm-hmm. getting a hit. Yeah, yep. and he said that it was kind of hard when he would go back home to L.A. to kind of hide it from people because people were so used to him not being around. So, like, when mm-hmm. he would go to the gym, they'd be like, you know, you're coming around here quite a bit right, lately. Like Is dead. something going on in the, in the show? <laughs> and he would be like, oh, no, I'm leaving tomorrow. So then he would go to another gym for, like, two weeks and then he would come back to his regular gym and say that he was in Atlanta, pretend. But he mm. said he traveled a lot just to get away from that sort of questioning. That's interesting. So the only people he told were his wife and his kids. Mm. Hmm. It is amazing they were able to keep it quiet. I mean, there was a lot of speculation, but... Yeah. Well, they he said also that... Um, you know, they have to send press kits to people overseas so they can translate it ahead of time. And none of those people leaked it either. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow. Okay. Nicotero was also interviewed and he had this to say about the killing of two characters. He said, we felt that one death would do the trick, but the second death, Glenn's death, really propels us into a very different direction. Glenn's death has a lot to do with Rick's future story and Maggie's future story and certainly Daryl's story. It made for a right, a more right overall story arc for a lot of these other characters. Yeah, you know, we never even discussed the fact that how is Daryl going to be dealing with this afterwards because he's, he's going to be feeling tons of guilt. He's going to be messed up. Yeah. Yeah. They probably wanted to kill Glenn back at the dumpster, but they had to keep that storyline of the uh, Glenn and Maggie together mm-hmm. during this whole right. thing. Well, this sure. is now the third time that Glenn's been 
threatened, I guess. His Put life. under the knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely, he almost had his throat cut at Terminus, and mm-hmm. then the dumpster and diving. And then there was the dumpster diving, and then. Well, uh, yeah, I think they all. Yeah, I mean, they always knew, and and I think anybody who had been reading the comics before had known that he was supposed to die at some point. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think we're all happy that he stayed alive for so long. Well, Stephen Yun was interviewed too, and he said that he had found out about him dying for sure at the beginning of se- season six. So he knew about it for a year before it even happened. So, uh-huh. um, but he had told Gimple, and I think he said this on the Talking Dead as well, that he didn't want Gimple to give that death away to anybody else. Right. He wanted right. to be the one that went through that. So he was mentally prepared, I think, uh-huh. for that to happen to himself. Although I think when it actually did happen, it kind of screwed him up because he said it took him a while to, for him to come to the realization that he wasn't going to be back on set. So, yeah. Especially for the big eye. So he, he knew it when he gave you that big hug. Yes. Bastard. That's true. He couldn't say anything. That? But he had to keep it from the cast, too. Like, I don't think they even knew about it. Mm. But he did. What Didn't he whisper in your... I know something you don't know. Yeah, I he know did. Something you don't I know. wish like he had that. whispered yeah. in my ear, but no, he did not. Mm. Goodness gracious! <laughs> <laughs> Stu's look. Stu's look was classic. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Redis, he has now confirmed. <laughs> it sounds almost kind of like a disease. <laughs> oh, my Redis is killing me today. Yes, right. My Redis is really acting up. Yes. Well, he has confirmed that Boondock Saints Part 3 is a go and that well. he will reach, be returning to his role. But uh, no information about when that's going to happen mm-hmm. or when it's going to come out. So stay tuned for more on that. Um, the next little bit of news does not have anything to do with The Walking Dead, but more about Preacher. And that is oh, that... really? Yeah. Sweet. No, not sweet. Oh, Steve no. Steve Dillon, the co-creator of the comic book series and the co-executive, produce, co-executive producer of the TV show, passed away last week. Seriously? Yeah. That's age, not cool. Age of 54. I'm not sure what he passed away from. I'm assuming... Hmm. That's a shame. Cancer or something. Wow. Um, but... He was a comic book illustrator as well as the co-creator. So he contributed to Hellblazer, The Punisher, Wolverine Origins, 2000 AD, and Warrior. And he was well known for creating the monthly magazine Deadline that launched mm-hmm. a bunch of um, comic book illustrators' um, careers. So, careers. Wow, yeah. that's young. That's super young. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's a shame. So I'm sure we'll see a tribute to him next season when Preacher starts back. Yeah, right. So that's unfortunate. The last little bit of news is just a reminder that the Walker Stalker Atlanta is this weekend. And it starts on Friday and runs through Sunday, which is uh, unusual from all the other Walker Stalkers because mostly those are two-day events and this is a three-day event. But this is the original and the best, the biggest and the best. So mm-hmm. almost everybody will be there, including uh- all your big people like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Norma Reedus, Andrew Lincoln, who is never at a Walker Stalker, except Atlanta and London. So this is huge. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah, it yeah it should be huge. Holy mm-hmm. cow! Especially well, who's after not going to the be there? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, um, Tara, Alice, uh, uh, Alana Morris. What's her name? Alana Morissette? No, no, no that would be the singer. A singer. I guess a, yeah, um, <laughs> Alana Masterson. Thank you, Masterson. Second she, in your brain. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> she will not be there. And somebody else just canceled, but I can't remember. But you can find everybody on the website. If you go to walkastalker.com, mm-hmm. yeah. you can find it. You should tell Scott that if he asks you again. Who's what? gonna be there? You'd be like, just look on the website, Scott. It's a good point. <laughs> um okay. Yeah, saying? no, it's uh, Scott's gonna be there. I'm gonna be uh, there. Kim's gonna be there. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. have a special meetup yes. scheduled, correct? With some other podcasts, uh, hopefully. So, our listener meetup is going to be Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. That's October 29th. It's going to be at the Omni Hotel in downtown Atlanta, which is right next door to the the uh, Georgia... Conference yeah, the conference center where, the world, where Walker Stalker is going to be held. So, you don't even have to get in your car. You can just walk right there. Mm-hmm. And you can even walk or stalker over there. You could shamble. Yeah, you could shamble like a zombie over there. You and could. Mm-hmm. Someone mm-hmm. will hand you a beer. Yeah. Probably Scott, because Scott's paying. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be... Uh, we'll discuss that part. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it'll be at the Latitudes Bistro and Bar at the Omni. And we're going to be teaming up with Jason from the Walking Dead cast and the other Jason from the Talking Dead and um, there, it should be a lot of fun. I know a lot of people will be there. And sometimes some of the cast members show up to these things. So yeah, don't we, be surprised. We've met. Uh, all right, Kim knows Jason from the um, Walking Dead cast uh, from what, years back. And yeah. has, has been talking to him a good bit. Uh, I haven't had a chance to hang out with him. So I'm excited about doing that. I yeah, have me not, too. That'll be fun. I have not had a chance to, to hang out with the Canadian folk. I mm. have not either. And I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. So I hope everybody can join us for that. That's going to be fun. I hope they serve Labatt's. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Or Canadian bacon. I doubt it. Mm, Canadian bacon. I doubt it. But it should be a lot of fun. And um, I know a lot of people are going to be there. So hopefully some of you guys will be there as well. And if you can't, but you're at least at Walker Stalker, come find me in the panel room. I will be there volunteering. Yeah, I think we need to make sure everybody knows about that. That'll be good. Yeah. And, and Stu and I will just be wandering. Yeah, as we do. Helplessly. <laughs> exactly. And hopefully we might have another brother in tow. We'll see. Yeah, but he doesn't have anything to do with this. No, so. he doesn't. But yeah, he's, he's yeah, well, it, we can throw him at people. Mm-hmm. So that might be kind of fun. <laughs> he's actually the only good looking one, so. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does have that going for him. Do you have to remind me about that all the time, Scott? Yes, exactly. Yes. You sound like a Nora. <laughs> so, next week on The Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 2 is called The Well. For a number of familiar faces, a new, well-established community seems too good to be true. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to be talking about the kingdom. Yes. Hmm. And we're talking about Carol and Morgan. Yep. Yeah, the preview showed Morgan wheeling Carol mm-hmm. through the kingdom and showing her the gardens and me introducing her to people. It's primarily in the gardens. Yeah. Saying they Sounds call like a pretty cushy place. Yeah. Yeah, but taking him taking her to meet King Ezekiel. Yeah, and Ezekiel then he and like, beat her down with a baseball bat and I was like, Holy shit, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> No, that didn't happen. Yeah, do you think we'll see any of Negan next week? No, I don't. I, I don't not. think at all. I think they're gonna they're gonna establish where um, Morgan and Carol are gonna be at. I think 
Honestly, I think they're going to ignore the other side of it. I don't. Think I do too. Gonna... I think it'll be a kingdom episode, which is actually going to kind of suck because we're going to we're like wanting to know what's happening with Rick and them too. I feel like I need a breather. I know, but still, mm. you want to make sure they're out of that situation. I'm sure they are. Well, they, they kind of they moved away, but it's like I think I think the next time we see them, they're going to be back in Alexandria. Yeah. I hope so. Or or at Hilltop. I'm sorry. Maggie's trying to get to Hilltop. Oh, so right. Maybe at Hilltop, Hilltop. But the, the next big hint they showed was Negan at the gates of Alexandria. Right. But that's later in the season. Those are all scenes from the season. True. Huh. And you know what's interesting is that... Scott's got some insight, I think, here. I don't trust him. Uh, what's interesting is that IMDb has descriptions for episodes up until episode 7. So they describe everything that's going to be happening. Well, not everything. Synopsis. Oh, but they give, yeah. right, synopsis. But unlike Fear, where we sometimes were struggling to get next week's description, right. we got yeah. up until say, Well, because I think Fear, they're still now. trying to... Figure out what they're doing? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> still trying to get it together. <laughs> like, shit, what are we doing next week? Poor Fear. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Did anybody write anything for next week? What did they do on The Walking Dead? Hey, there will be uh, fear actors at The Walker Soccer too. Coleman Domingo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Henry. That'd be, oh, that'd be cool to see him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see a couple of those folks. Who, there's somebody else who's going to be there. I can't remember. Is so, your favorite Kim Dickens going to be there? No. Because you probably just smack her. I don't think... To, yeah, I might. I don't sure think Tobias will be there either. I think this is going to be Coleman Tobias. Domingo's first, but I'm not sure. That might mm-hmm. be the only place Tobias is. We could get a photo op with all three of them, too. Oh, that's I can't cool. remember who the third person is, though. Mm. Uh, but it's... you said um, uh, Nick. He won't do any of this. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. No, he's not a con person. So, yeah, he doesn't really care about... He's very, he's very serious about his art. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's British. You know, he's got something stuck up his ass. You know what? I think he needs to grow up a bit. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) at least comb your hair. Yeah, so he can uh, at least have some appreciation for what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, but he's a thespian. Yeah. Well, Kim, are you ready to wrap it up? What do you think? Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody, to the Fear Me podcast. You can download our episodes from your favorite podcast site. You can also find us on Twitter at Fear Me Pod, on Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast, and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. You can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And now, dun dun dun, dun we have voicemail. What? Yep. What? So from now on, you can leave us a voice message. If you have something really pressing and don't want to type it out, you can just send it to us and we'll play it directly on our episode. So as of right now, um, I am going to post a link to how you can do that on our Facebook page and we'll do it on Twitter. And then eventually, hopefully after Walker Stalker, it will be on our website as well. And there will be a black bar on the left, on the right-hand side of our website that says "Leave a message," and you just click on that, and it'll say "Record now," and you do it. Yeah, that would be cool. It'd be it'd be good to have mm-hmm. some voice messages. Yeah, that we can yes. leave. Or you can download the app SpeakPipe, and you can do it directly from the app. Yeah. So very cool. I'm excited to hear from all of you. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so we'll be back next week for season seven, episode two of The Walking Dead. And we'll talk more about um, Walker Stalker since it'll just have happened. Yeah, and hopefully we'll post some pictures on our website and all too. Yes. And on Facebook. And happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah, my goodness. We have a lot going on this week. Halloween. And and don't forget to vote. Ah, oh, yes. Get out the vote, people. For sure. Or you'll wow. have another Negan. Too much mm. to do. All right, Craziness. people. Thanks, mm-hmm. thanks for everybody's uh, comments and feedback to date, and uh, keep it coming. Yep, we love it. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye, dear friend.